Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the opportunity to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike LaPree, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 127 of Screwball. Um, A lot of the uh, updates that we had last week are still pertinent this week. Uh, We are still seeing some history in this 2022 season, some very cool stuff um, from an aging star and a young star in the game. Uh, So we have that, plus, you know, some other news around baseball. Uh, as we continue our countdown to the playoffs, we are, I believe we're about nine games out from the playoffs or so about, you know, this time next week, we'll be staring down the barrel of it. So let's lead off with the news as we usually do. But as we have in the last week or so, let's lead off with some familiar news. Uh, so number one, obviously the biggest piece of news, probably in baseball, St. Louis Cardinals legend, Albert Pujols became the fourth member of MLB's 700 Homer, uh, home run club. He did it on Friday night when he launched number 699 and 700 against the Dodgers. And he did it off Phil Bickford, I think is his name, the Dodgers reliever that came in. Um, for all you trivia fans out there, you should probably remember that one. There is still, you know, time left in the season for Pujols. He's got 700 now. He's got a few games left. Where does he finish? 7, 701, 702, at 700, you know. And uh, you had mentioned it. I know we're both excited that he did. Everyone in baseball really is. But I know you had uh, we had spoken a lot about how the COVID season affected him, and we were questioning if he could even get to 700. Um, and he did with a little time to spare. Now you really look at it, and you're like, boy, he was pretty close to Ruth. You take out that COVID season. Yeah, COVID season cost you know? him five, six home runs at least. Yeah. He played about probably 50 games, 55 games out of 60. you got to think he's going to play 120, 130 that year at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's at least five, six, seven, ten home runs. And – 20, 30 RBIs, which would put him right there for the RBI record, all-time RBI record. So that COVID season really affected his, you know, numbers at the end of his career. Yeah. Um, You know, not to put a damper on it or anything, but, um, you know, it is amazing. Just you don't really think about it, how much a season like that can make a difference. Uh, Because he didn't really get hurt too much in his career. You know, and he had a great career uh, all in all, uh, his first 10 years with the Cardinals are some of the best years you'll see. It's the greatest 10 years anyone's ever put together consistently of all time. Yeah, so, I mean, um, you know, one of the best players ever to play baseball, 700 home runs, 3,000 hits, tops in RBIs. And his you know. stats, too, big round numbers for him. He has 500 career home runs against right-handed pitchers. Wow. Which leaves Holy him with crap. 200 on the dot. Against left-handed pitchers. Wow, I didn't know that. A lot of those probably came this year and last year, you know, because he was hitting more against lefties, and he was hitting them well. So, you know. 500 just against right-handed pitchers. 500 clubs exclusive. Yeah. He has 500 just against right-handed pitchers. Against one side of the the mound, yeah. 200 club. Pretty exclusive. Yeah. Not everybody gets 200 home runs. Yeah. Just against lefties, which you don't face all the time. Yeah, not for nothing. I mean, you know, you, you hit 200 home runs in the big leagues... You had a good career, in my eyes. Yeah. You had 200 home runs. What the hell? You're past half the players. Yeah, he got it. Imagine, him. right? Yeah, he just did it against lefties who were a little more rare, so what the hell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, congrats to Poolhouse. Um, 
who knows what the you know what he'll actually finish at. Cardinals are staring down uh you know NL Central title and playoff runs. So um, who knows always, what can always, yeah. So who knows what can continue for him in the season? Um, I'm sure he'll have you know if the Cardinals you know who knows how far they make it. I'm sure he'll have his moment or two in October. Yeah, he'll so. bradlage somebody in the playoffs. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Go nuts, Wainwright, don't complete game, and all is well in the world. Yeah, and you got him and Yachty retiring, and maybe Wainwright, and everything's set up for them, right? So win the World Series, and everything goes nuts, and that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, so congrats to him. I'm glad he did it. Um, Couldn't think of a more deserving guy in the league. You know, another guy that's just good for baseball, a good-hearted guy, and, um, you know, well-mannered, polite, you know, everything you'd want. Yeah, everything you'd want in in a player. Really? Arguably, arguably the best right-handed hitter of all time. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest hitters of all time. I and mean, his tenure stretch is the greatest tenure stretch anyone's ever put together. Yeah, I mean, who do you um, who do you put up with him, Hank Aaron? It's pretty much, you know, you, yeah. you could almost stop there, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah, and uh, he did not request, nor want, nor care if he ever got the 700th ball either. Just like the 699 or 698 ball. Wow. He didn't care if he got it. He said he can keep it. If they want to give it to me, that's fine. If not, they can keep it. I'm don't care about it. It's they pay for the seats. They can keep it. Wow. So that was even for the 700th. It's pretty impressive. Yep. You know, so that's just what he does. Wow. So yeah, again, congrats to him and, and, uh, good luck with the rest of the year and the playoffs. Uh, so number two, the other one, the other big player we've been talking about, Aaron judge, give an Aaron judge update. He does currently lead as of recording. This, he leads the AL in the triple crown categories. So home runs, RBIs, batting average. Uh, I believe he's in a virtual tie with Xander Bogarts for the av- batting average lead coming into the game, but uh, he he had it uh, by a few of the yeah, of decimal the, points. Yeah, right. It um, literally can't be a tie unless you have the same amount of bats and the same amount of hits. But yeah, right. For the three points that they go by, three decimal points. But you go farther than that, obviously. Yeah, he has it. Yeah. Um. So he currently sits at 60 home runs on the season. He's just one away from tying the AL home run. You know, single season record, and he's two away from taking it for himself. He played four games at home against Boston. Everyone was kind of, you know, you stopped and watched every at bat with him. National you know, TV. Yeah. Every time um, it came up, it was on. It was on national TV essentially. Mm-hmm. And it was on uh, Fox, ESPN, Apple TV Plus. You know, so it was that you could watch it anywhere. And uh, and the same thing as pool host. It was kind of like you stopped and watched every time he got up. So um, he's still sitting at sixty. He's got about, like I said, I think eight or nine. 10 games left in the year, so it's kind of getting a little dicey for him. But, um, you know, that doesn't uh, put down a 60 home run season or a triple crown season he's looking at, too. So, I mean, overall, uh, still looking good for him. So maybe next week we'll come and uh, say, oh, you know, he broke it and he's got 65 or something nuts. (laughs) The last piece of news I have here unrelated to the two big guys uh, we've been talking about, the, the Marlins. Uh, announced on Sunday that the manager, their manager, Don Manningly, will not return next year. So this ends a seven-year run uh, as a manager. Uh, some other teams who might be hunting down a new manager on the offseason are the Angels, Rangers, Blue Jays, Phillies, who they've, you know, some of them fired their previous manager, I think all of them, White Sox. Uh, during the course of the season. The Royals and White Sox could also be looking at, uh, you know, managing roles depending Detroit. on uh, – Depending on Mike Matheny and, and Detroit was a befuddlement this year. Yeah, so you know you have the health of Tony La Russa. You kind of look at and uh, Mike Matheny Sox, and well. yeah. So uh, Mattingly is a pretty good manager, I think, and 
could definitely fit into really any of those clubs. They could use all those guys. Those clubs could use a manager like him. You know, a little experienced, change of scenery. You know, White Sox for some reason just couldn't figure it out with Tony Larusa. Just wasn't a match that worked. So, um, so we'll see. Yeah, so Mattingly stepping down. I don't think Francona's come back next year. Is that right? I know he had a little health uh, scare. He's pretty recently. much going to retire here pretty pretty soon because of his health right. and wanting to just you know just enjoy. So there's a chance the Cleveland team's open. Yeah, I mean, you never know. The, basically, the whole AL Central at this point. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. That's how that goes. So. Yeah, so that's that's the three pieces of news I got, kind of same as last week. But, I mean, that's everyone's everyone's all focused on Judge and Poolhouse. Now Poolhouse has done it. All the all the attention's, I guess, going to turn to Judge. Yeah. You know, um, so. And with that being said, you said that. One topic I wanted to bring up here was just expanded playoffs. Hasn't been good so far. This year, no. Um, it really took a lot of playoff races out for the wild card. Um, reason being is right now three spots and the Orioles are closest in the AL with four games back. If you only had two spots, you'd have three teams within a game, game and a half of each other fighting for two spots with a, with the Orioles being a fourth team four or five games back. You go, okay, we got a, we got a race here down the stretch. And in the NL, if you took one off, you again would have four teams fighting within, what, two, three games of each other mm-hmm. for two spots. So I think if you took the spot off, this just I'm not saying it wasn't a bad, a good idea, or a bad idea. We you know, we had our expanded playoffs talk, so we didn't over expand it. Um, we were okay with it. Just that so far, it's kind of took the excitement out of the playoff races here down the stretch, mm-hmm. which is kind of not what you want. Um, with that being said, there's also going to be no tiebreaker games going forward anymore. I think starting next year, so if we tie at the end of the year, there's other ways to figure that out. But they're not going to do tiebreaker games. I believe yeah. I heard that. I'm not sure if it's official yet, but I have heard that's what the plan is. Yeah. We had Cleveland clinch the playoff spot, clinch the AL Central, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a national anthem standoff. Yeah. Where both uh, Robbie Ray and uh, Luke Weaver, I believe, got ejected from the game finally by the umpire for standing out there, which we always see, and it's just hilarious. And then it gets to the more hilarious level where they inject them, eject them, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's just incredible. But then the last thing I got here, you know, quickly, it's not much, but our topic, and it's, you know, the 700 number. Or even a 600 number, Pujols hit. Is it obtainable? How obtainable? And we're going to see it again anytime soon. Personally, 700, someone's going to get there, right? Eventually, someone's going to get someone, there. You think someone, yeah. For the most part. Will we see it here in the next 10, 20, 30 years? Probably not. Um, 600, I think you'll see. Not much, but I think you'll see. Um, I think you guys, you really could see, do it. Um, six, even in. And the 700, I'm not saying it's impossible for 700 because there's definitely some young guys. Mm-hmm. I just think 700 is really tough. 600, I think, is tough, you know, really tough too. But can we see him? Yes. And I think some guys you could look at um, who are ways away. But Soto, just because he, you know, what's he five years in? He's 24 years old. Yeah, I, I actually pulled up just so we could have the hard numbers while we're talking about this. Um, Soto and Acuna are about the same age. They have about 100 and some odd home runs each. Your Don you Alvarez know. has a smooth swing and a guy who could probably play – 40 years old. Yeah. Just the um, way he plays baseball. Soto, maybe Acuna, they're, they're, they're going to break down Acuna we already seen. Just because they play outfield and the way they play, they're hard-nosed guys, right? Yordan Alvarez seems to be more of a laid-back, the age kind of guy. He might be able to last a lot longer. Yeah, Alvarez, um, uh, you know, I had previously seen trends because they, you know, they'd be the trend line as opposed to, you know, just based off of whatever, just eyesight. Um, they said that Jordan Alvarez has one of the best trends to get there. As right now, yeah. you know, based on his age and how many home runs and he these hits. these guys and... are so far away. Some guys yeah, well, that's, a, yeah. Some guys who have a bunch of home runs already. Stanton, is he reaching 700? No. Is he reaching 600? 
I, I don't know. He'd need 225 to get there. He's at 375 right now. So. I'm not going to say he's not for 600. Mm-hmm. 700, no. 600, I don't know. 500, I think, is definitely possible. Ornato, I don't think he hits 600 home runs. Um, not quite the big home run guy, just kind of a 30 home run guy. Yeah. Uh, 500 certainly within within yeah, reason. I think you know 500 is is reasonable. Uh, Trout, I think Trout could hit 600. I just think his health is, has been a lack in him. Um, but he seems like a guy who his swing might last, where he could just yeah. kind of DH there towards the end of his career. But otherwise, you're really looking at some of these young guys, Julio Rodriguez. Um, but it's just all their bodies going to hold up. Mm-hmm. We already see them getting hurt, and we already see them, you know, playing at this young age, and, and they're electric players where they do everything. Five tool talents. Ken Griffey style guys, right? They're just electric. Did they, did they hold up? We already seen Acuna kind of faltering, right? Mm. We already see Julio Rodriguez has a second injury, third injury already mm-hmm. in his brief time. We already seen Tatis fall apart and cheat already, but again, his injuries. Do you see a guy who can, did they, are they going to last being that electric player? Are they going to change their game to get there? Judge, is he going to get there? No, he's not hitting 700 home runs. No, he's not hitting 600 home runs. I don't I don't know if he'll hit 500 home runs. He's already 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he only has 218 and he's 30. So. Yeah, so, I mean, there's guys out there definitely can make that run at 600. At least make a run at it. Yeah, I mean, when it, you know, I, I scroll down here through the list. Um, Machado, I know it's one they always talk about. Machado they talk about a lot. He's only got 200-something, though, and he's, he's about 30, 31. So, you know, it's... Um, it's just not that it's impossible. It's just tough for these guys. Like the ones I look at that we already mentioned, uh, Soto has 124. He's 23. And Acuna has 118. He's 24. Harper. Harper. I I think Harper's definitely would have a shot at 600 just because he's another one. I feel like he could maybe swing mm. longer than he can, you know, play the field and stuff like that. Yeah. He's actually, um, he's on a better trend line than, than Machado. Yeah. Yeah. And, And Harper just, he could hit 50, 60 home runs in a year. Oh, yeah. He could have that one year that makes up for a lot, you know? Yeah, um, And absolutely. He, he feels like the kind of guy who could swing it for a long time. Vlad mm-hmm. Jr. Yeah. He's another one I think, you know, he might be able to last a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he's another guy who could slide in the DH. He already plays first base, so it's not going to beat up his body too much, yeah. you know? I mean, he's just playing on a little bit of turf here um, in Toronto. That's but, true. Um, it's those guys. You know, I'm not saying those electric guys can't do it. It's just it's hard for them to last yeah. 15, 20 years to do it. Um, and play at that electric level. We've seen Trout kind of fade away from stolen bases and stuff because of that le- you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Some guys can. Some guys just can't do it for that long. Otani, no. I don't think, you know. No, he's... Um, he's already 30 years old, 28 years old. Yeah, he's uh, the... I saw him actually on this list. Um, I can't really... Here he is. He's got 127 home runs. He's 27. Yeah, it's so, not happening. Um, uh, you know, I'm looking for ages here when I look at guys, you know, Corey Seager... Uh, Rafael Devers, 25. He's got 139. Devers has a chance. It's a fair rate. Cody Ballinger for... No, I don't think so. <laughs> he's only 26. got 150. So when you, th- when you think of trend line with, with age, you know, yeah, if, if, he, uh, if, he, if he has a little bit closer years to his rookie year... Yeah. Mookie he, Betts isn't quite the home run guy. So no, he's right have... behind Judge, and he's a little younger, but they, uh, they both have about the same home runs. Yeah, I just don't think they're the home run guys. Mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez, I just don't... No, I mean, uh, the highest guy on here that has the best chance is Trout. He has 347, and he's 30. Um, Rizzo and Harper have 285 apiece. Harper's yeah. 29. So you, like know. you said seven, so, 700 in the near future? No. 600 in the near future? You'll have a chase at it. Mm-hmm. One, two, three of these guys might chase after it. 
500, I think these guys can. You know, it's just also the fact that, you know, we talked about it the last couple weeks here for a while. The easiness to forget how good a player is quickly anymore. You kind of have one bad year. You're kind of forgotten. All of a sudden, yeah. now you're like almost like a platoon player for the most problem, for the most case. You kind of, all right, you know, one, maybe one and a half bad years where it used to be like, oh, you got three, four, five years. You know, we know the player you are. Yeah. You don't really get that as much anymore. So that's going to hurt people. Um, like I said, the electric game played by some of these guys, the stone bases, the diving in the walls, the, the head first all the time, the, you know, the batting average, doing a little bit of everything. Right. Which is such a great tool and great to see. Mm-hmm. The longevity that hurts. Right. You know, you can't fault them. You, you love those players. It's just, you know, it's hard to be in longevity with those types of players. Look at Ken Griffey Jr. He was the same type of player, and his longevity just wasn't there. He just broke down. Mm-hmm. And he still put up 630 home runs, and he still played a long time, but it just it just wasn't the same. He broke down. Mm-hmm. You know, so not many guys could really do that at an extended level. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, when I, you know, top 10 home run guys for you know, active home run guys, they're all, except for Trout, 34 and up. So, you know, you could have uh, someone like uh, Trout on here is 347. He's got a shot. Stanton, at, Stanton looking at 500, I think he's staring down the barrel at 500. You know, and then you look at Nelson Cruz and Miggy. They're 500. Miggy just got 500. He's 39. That's that's about it, you know. Yeah, he's not hitting um, so, you know, you look at Paul Goldschmidt has 315, but he's 34. So, um, so you know, there's, there's, I think you you have to look at the younger guys now. You have to look at a Soto or, a, or like you said, a Julio Rodriguez is going off to a great start. Well, um, you get them underdog guys. That's Tyler O'Neill's who have brute strength. Mm-hmm. They could put t- together a couple 50 home run years and they sneak right in there because they're young players. Or O'Neill Cruz is a great talent. Yeah. The power he has. He seems like a guy who might be able to last a long time. You know, it's just. That's kind of where you're at. I mean, there's not much else to it. You know, Freddie Freeman's not much as a big home run guy. You know, I don't think he's going to get maybe 500 if he's, you know. No, he's he's got 291. He's 32. So, so 500 might be his, his chase there, you know. So, like I said, 700, I don't think we see that in a long, long time. 600, I think you have a chance, a chase at it. Maybe one or two of these guys maybe get there. Yeah. 500, I think you have definitely a chase at it. Um, also, you just don't play every single day, even though that seems to be coming back with some of these guys. Just You just don't do it. Right. Still. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, Matt Olson, I think, has an outside chance of 500, maybe 600 home runs just because he is that big home run guy. Mm. He is that first baseman, that style guy. So, otherwise, I just wanted to make that kind of our topic. There's not much to it. It's just the idea of how important 700 was, how unbelievable it was, and will we ever see it again? Sure. I think we'll see it again. It's just, you know, will we actually see it again? I don't know. Like, <laughs> us? I don't know. It might be 50 years. might be 80 years old. By yeah. the time it happens again. Will someone see it again? Will 700 be hit again? Yes. I think it will be. Will yeah. we actually see with our eyes? I don't know. I can't guarantee that happens. It's, it's uh, you know, what? Four people have 700 and nine people have 600. So, you know. Uh, and a lot of them were recent. Yeah. You look at, uh, you know, A-Rod. Sosa, A-Rod, Tommy, Poolhouse. Those are just Bonds. four guys. Yeah, five guys in the, in the in the six guys <laughs> within the last what? Uh, talking thirty years of baseball, you know they played within the you know McGuire and that made a little eighties and stuff. But uh, you know that's think about that. You know you have Ruth for a while it was Ruth Aaron and everyone else. So we'll see though. I, I think six hundred is within reach. Um, you just need a home run guy. 
to get 600, 700. I think longevity. 500, like look at Miguel Cabrera, just longevity, playing good baseball. Yeah. Being a, a somewhat home run guy, a little bit of an average guy, too. home run guy. Um, yeah. And he made his way there to 500 uh, pretty comfortably. So, I don't know if I could pick anyone specific out. I think Juan Soto's got a really good shot. 15 I, I years think. of 30 home runs. Right? Yeah. That puts you almost at 500. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what made you dead. Yeah, and in your prime, you have a 40 home run season, a 50 home run season. Yeah, that's you know? just 30 on the dot. You had 33 this year, 34 this year, 35 this year, you know, 41 year, 38 one year, 32. All of a sudden, that adds up. That takes two, three years off. You play 15 years of averaging 30 home runs, you're about 500. Yeah. 500 and so, right? Right. 13 years yeah. of 30 is what, 490? Uh, Yeah. Because thir- 10 years of 30 is 300. Mm. So 13 years would be 390. Mm. So then you got 14 is 420, 15's 450. So 15 years of averaging 30 home runs is 450. You start when you're 23 anymore, what these guys do in the majors, which is a normal number at this point in the majors, 23. Mm-hmm. You're 38 years old. Yeah. And you can play the longevity of guys, the, the ability to play deeper in your career is more there now. Right. Will these guys be able to play that long? I don't know. But the ability to now play longer with the DHs and people just staying healthier, mm-hmm. you know, longer. You see a lot more older guys, 37, 38, playing very well. Yeah, look at Pujols. Look at, I mean, not for nothing, Nelson Cruz for a while was a very productive bat. Yuli you know? Yeah, you productive know, you, guys. So you see them playing longer. Look at Verlander as a pitcher. So you see that, you know, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So you have better chances of staying healthier. Just, you know, being that exciting player is hurt. But 500s, definitely, you know, you're going to see guys in the 500s. And you're going to see chases at 600. You're just not going to see chases at 700 and a lot of 600 chasers at this point. Yeah. But we have, if the guys are going to come up at 21 years old, and put up 30 home run seasons at 21 years old. You will have, you know, home run chases of 600 and 700 home runs. You have a couple of years of 40 plus home runs and a 50, you know, 50 or, you know, 50 season home run season and maybe two 50 home run seasons, and a couple of 40s and then a couple in the mid to high 30s. All of a sudden, you're you're chasing it, and mm-hmm. then you play an extra year or two when you're a little older and you're kind of a platoon player. You put up 15, 16 home runs, two years. All of a sudden, you're right there. You're yeah. five, 600 home runs. Yep, and you're knocking at the door. You know, yeah. and then who knows from there if you have two, three really good seasons and you hit quite a few more home runs, you know, then then all of a sudden you are staring down the barrel of 600. So uh, it's possible. It's definitely possible. And uh, I think we have to look to the youth now. I don't think there's a lot of 30 some year old guys that have been in the league a while. It's I think we're getting, you know, maybe trout. But the, with his injury, uh, I think he's he's 700 things out. For most of the older players yeah. at this point. 600, I think you could have a chance at it with Trout. And if Stanton has one of them 50 home runs years because he's still relatively young, he can hit that 50 home run and then another 40 home run season because mm-hmm. he still can do that. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, 600, he's, you know, he's got a shot at. Yeah, absolutely. So, but um, that's the importance of what we just seen. Yeah, so. Um, so it's incredible. It's unbelievable. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, he's 14 home runs behind, you know, the actual home run king. Mm-hmm. No matter what anyone ever is going to say, maybe he's the home run king and it's never going to change. Right. So, he's, you know. But that's incredible. That is incredible. Uh, first Dominican player or Latino player to do it. Mm-hmm. I think he was, you know, first one to ever hit multi-home runs to do it. Same game. So, yeah. Uh, he kind of has a, a bunch of everything. So. Yeah, I just uh, appreciate what, we're, what we saw, what we're seeing with him because his career's not o- quite over yet. And I think he has the record for most home runs against left-handed pitcher with 200. Which is, I mean, uh, it was what record for most home runs against a lefty, most uh, record for most home runs against different pitchers. Yep, he has ever. I think the um, one against lefties, I think he has, just because a lot of those home run, high home run guys were lefty hitters. 
Yeah, so you'd think, you know, they're going to do it against a lot of righties. You'd yeah. think. Um, yeah, they'll probably find their way to 180 home runs against lefties or 150 home runs against lefties, but, you know. Right. Yeah, so, again, um, will we see 700? Probably not. Think about it. There's only been four in history, so, you know. It's And they were about, all of them were about 50 years separated almost, except for Pujols and Bonds was pretty close. But, you know, Ruth to Aaron, about Aaron to Bonds. Separate from the start of their, start of their careers to... You know, when the others, you know, when they actually did from it. From Ruth to Aaron, 40 year span between they started careers, just mm-hmm. about. From Aaron to Bonds, about 40 years. Yeah. And from Bonds to Pulos, the start of his career, 20 years. Yeah. I don't know how exactly Pulos was, what, a one? Bonds started uh, yeah. his career in the 80s. Late 80s, yeah, I think, right? So 15, 20 years span there. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. See uh, what the young guys do. It's up to them now, you know. Yeah, or sure. so who knows? There's someone not in the league. Maybe they're in the minors right now, and they're cooking up something for us in the future. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Pete Alonso. Yeah, he's a, guy, he's he's know. high on the list too. He's a home run guy. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, and we've he, seen that. And he might have the longevity. Hmm. But again, we got to see. So those yeah. guys out there, um, it's just 700 is is unbelievable, and it's just nothing. Yeah. Something about breaking records and joining clubs that exclusive. And then being a home run club mm. for baseball and sports, there's nothing like a home run chase. Mm. And then, right. In all sports, there's nothing like it. Mm. There's nothing like the home run chase that brings the sports world together, mm. like a home run chase. Right. It's just something about it. Oh, he's breaking the passing yards record. He's going to break the the points of the season's record for basketball or something. Great, and it's cool and it, it, it's it's historic. But the home run record has some sort of just deep roots in our country, in our lives, for home runs and baseball, that it's just unbelievable how it stops national news for a home run chase. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 incredible. Uh, everyone stops and watches. You know, I, I know I did every time I track, you know, with Aaron Judge, I'm tracking every at-bat. With Pulhos for a while, I was tracking every at-bat. Um, it's just something you don't want to miss. It's something you want to see. And uh, just say, I remember what I was doing, where I was, when I watched it, something, you know, how I watched it, whatever. So... Um, yeah, so again, congrats to Pool Hosts, and hope everyone that watched it or experienced it um, was able to kind of soak it in because we're not, it, yeah. yeah, we're not getting this all the time, you know, this no. season, particular season. So, so yeah, I guess from there we can move on to the wrap up of the news with our typical who's doing the best right now. Again, copy and paste. Uh, Dodgers still in the best record in the league at 106 and 47, mm-hmm. which I think was their record. They had 106 wins last year, so Who knows? they're they're flying by it. Keep they have clinched the top seed in the NL, so they're pretty much done. Their season's just kind of coasting here. Titles into it. Uh, the Mets have the second best record at 97 and 57. Over in the AL, the Astros on the best record at 101 and 53. The Yankees have the best record, second best record in the AL at 94 and 94 and 58. Uh, the Dodgers still on the best run differential at mm-hmm. plus 322, and the Pirates on the worst at minus 228. So that is where we are There's again. There's job opening up, actually. Now you just said something. Isn't it? Dusty Baker's contract's not renewed for next year, right? I think you're right, yeah. he's. I know he's. he doesn't have any long-term thing, so he might be up or maybe one more season. I know it's right there. Yeah, they'll sign him. Maybe they should sign him. Maybe it's a smaller deal. So right. another job opened up. Just thought about that. But uh, some teams like high here recently, the Yankees, Cleveland, the Astros, Mets, Braves, and Padres, all playing pretty good baseball here of late. Some cold teams, the Red Sox. Um, I believe the Red Sox was one more game. The best they could finish is 500. And two more losses, they cannot finish 500. So mm. that's something to note there for a franchise like that. Mm. Um, the Twins have been cold. White Sox, Mariners, Phillies, and the Pirates have been cold here of late. Sounds about right. So 
So moving on from there, let's move on to the who's hot and who's not section of the show with the hot and cold hitters. Um, so this week, I believe uh, Pete Alonzo was among, he was like a co-winner of the, uh, I believe Stephen Kwan won the AL Player of the Week. Uh, Pete Alonzo, I think, was a co uh, with Pujols probably. Uh, he broke the record um, for uh, RBIs for Mets. Yeah, that's right. Single season. Yeah, and I think Lindor was the first shortstop in Mets history to get 100. It's yeah. a, I think they both kind of did it around the same time or in the same game. So, yeah, so I only have Stephen Kwan on here because um, he did have a, you know, obviously with the you know, the Guardians doing what they're doing, he was a big help that with this, you know, in this season. But number one I have here is Brian Reynolds, batted 500 over the last week with 1,000 slugging and a 1,593 OPS. He's been really good lately. Uh, number two, Randy Rosarena. Helping the Rays down the stretch here, batted 500 with an 850 slugging and a uh, 1438 OPS. Uh, number three, Vinny Pascantino for the Royals, batted 450 over the last week with a 700 slugging and a 1260 OPS. Number four, as I mentioned, Stephen Kwan, batted 429 over the last week with a 714 slugging and an 1162 OPS. And finally, number five, Andres Jimenez, batted 421 with a 737 slugging and a 1237 OPS. So big reasons Cleveland... Uh, is where they are. Yeah, some guys I got to add to that. Um, JT Realmuto has been going nuts here over the last even couple months, but over the last uh, week or two, he's been really hitting the ball good. Lindor playing well, like you mentioned, and Glaber Torres has been playing pretty well. Yeah, a lot better. Um, some cold, um, some hot pitchers, you know, throw some pitchers out there. Um, Christian Javier has been pitching very well. I believe he broke the record for most consecutive quality starts. Or was that uh, was that Javier? Or was that uh, the other guy? Valdez? Yeah, was it Valdez or was it Javier? He's one of them fellas. Yeah. They got they Arthur got their whole Rhodes. rotation is the same it's person. Arthur Rhodes and Darren Oliver conversation. Yeah, the, 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 that whole that whole I just want to say that whole Astros rotation is the same person because they all do the same thing. Yeah, it's they six all just innings and go. Yeah, so they always give a quality start. They're not exactly the Verland. You know, the Verlander is the different yeah, guy. Five and fly, six and yeah. fly. Yeah, and they're going to give you a good start every time. All Once of them. While you get seven or eight, maybe even nine. Yeah. Lucky. so it's one of them did it. Yeah. So, whatever. Baltimore. Let's just put it that way. They're pitching. Um, Lyles, what I believe, a complete game, and Kramer. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle Bradish against the Astros, eight and two thirds. So their guys are going nuts out there. Uh, Blake Snell pitching well. And uh, Nestor Cortez ends up with a complete game shutout after the shortened, rained out game, which is the Yankees' first complete game of the year. Incredible. And um, you have Garrett Cole in your rotation. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's unfounding. <laughs> Six innings it took for to get a complete game. Especially as well as their pitching was beginning of the year. You'd think, boy, someone had it. Yeah, someone had to do it. Because I think, like, uh, for a week straight, they had, like, everyone flirt with a perfect game. So, what the hell? Yeah, but you couldn't quite get nine innings done. So no, I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, there was some hot pitchers I got here. Yeah, some good names there. Um, let's move on to the cold players, the not players of the week. Number one, I have Tommy Ed. Fantasy Ed. team. Uh, yeah, there is Just one. Just want to note that they, on the hot list, there was uh, – I made it, made it a point here. One, two, three – Three guys on that hot list were the guy I played for the championship. Mm-hmm. And on the cold list, there's uh, two of my guys on there. Yeah, so. and the, one of them is the first guy I got here is Tommy Edmond. Batted 048 over the last week with an 043 slugging and a 163 OPS. Just came up right in time for I can't get too mad at Frank. him, though. Edmonds, he was the man. Yeah, so. no, I think there's the yeah, other yeah. fella that uh, you probably got on oh, there. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I have a whole year cold list. There's a lot of guys on my, my yeah. list here. But I... uh, number two, I got Josh Young. Uh, batted 091 over the last week with a 136 slugging and a 303 OPS. Number three, Carlos Santana batted 091 over the last week with a 136 slugging and a 336 OPS. Number four, Bryson Stott, who's been pretty good for the Phillies, batted 045 over the last week with an 045 slugging and a 165 OPS. And number five, Christian Yelich finds his way back on the cold list, batted 045 
with an 045 slugging and a 267 OPS. Yeah. Um, some other guys I got here, uh, Yamankata, uh, Mookie Betts, been cold here late, and Brand Drury. Obviously, there's some other guys, and you can even go into yearly guys. Mm. Um, just from the guys that you mentioned from my fantasy team, Matt Olson. Yearly wise, has been pr- relatively down. Juan Soto, terrible year for mm. his stats. Um, yeah, absolutely. So that's you know we can do you know if we really want to do yearly guys, we can really break that out. I mean, we do that towards the end of the year. Mm. Um, but some pitchers here have been struggling late: Kyle Gibson, Jose Barrios, Luis Castillo. Even though he got the extension, mm. got beat up here recently. Will Crow got lit up for Pittsburgh, and Jake Odorizzi. Mm. There's some guys here on the cold list for the pitchers. You know, the next thing we want to go into going into the end of these playoff races and uh, obviously the, the playoffs coming up is some injuries to some of these teams and some of these players. You know, we have Frankie Montas plays in the IL, uh, IL with um, his shoulder. Seems yep. like that might have been bothering him ever since he got to the Yankees because if you remember with, with Oakland, he heard it there at the end. Yeah, and he's been terrible with the Yankees, really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Wanda Franco left the game with hand soreness again, but um, so not too worried about it. Luis Robert, IL with his wrist. Um, he's shut down for the year. Julio Rodriguez placed on the IL. Uh, Dan Dunning getting surgery. He's done for the year. Ozzy Albies came back, broke his finger. That's why you don't slide head first. Um, <laughs> he's pretty much done till late in the playoffs at best. Yeah. Spencer Strider, oblique. He's not pitching and probably won't be pitching for the Braves until maybe late, late divisional series, if not national you know, championship series if they get there. Yeah, it's a big, uh, a big, it's a big hit. Yeah. yeah, it's a big blow. That's a guy who snuck his way into the Cy Young race, really. Um, Nick Senzel. He's done for the year. Dustin May on the IL for for the Dodgers. And Chris Bryant done for the year. He'll be coming back from Colorado. And as yeah. much as people said the Rockies, you hit more home runs. Chris Bryant finished his season with Colorado his first year with zero home runs. Wow, did he really? Have zero. Zip. Jesus. Not a single home run. Holy so, crap. Um, some guys on the better side of coming back, Nate Pearson for the Blue Jays, is still, is still on the verge of coming back. Nate Pearson just can't seem to be healthy, even though he's got some of the best talent you're going to see as a pitcher. I know. Tyler Glass now is supposed to be activated this week. What a comeback. And um, yeah, that's awesome. Big for him. I, uh, big, big for Glass the Rays. Now. Big Glass now fan, even though he's at the Rays. Uh, I'm a big Glass now fan. Zach Britton is back yeah. for the Yankees. That's a big move for them. DJ LeMayu is hoping to come back here soon, but you know he's not really getting much better, they say. Please, Zach. Had a five-inning, I believe, rehab start, so he should be on the, on the verge here. Uh, Tim Anderson's probably not going to come back. Michael Kopech's probably not going to come back for the White Sox. There's really no point at this point. No. Eugenio Suarez is on you know, on the men's here coming back for the Mar- for the Mariners. Uh, we have Stroller Marte is hoping to come back for the late season this weekend series against the Braves. Mm-hmm. Castellanos is going to skip a rehab assignment. He's going to come back the next couple of days. Zach Wheeler did return. It was for a shorter, to, shorter a, a outing, but he's, you know, back. So that's okay. going to be good. Uh, for, uh, Peralta for the Brewers was activated. Jordan Hicks is, should be coming back here for the Cardinals. Tyler mm-hmm. O'Neill, they're starting to ramp up things. So they should both be back here pretty soon. Tony Gosling, they're hoping to get back pretty soon. And Charlie Blackman, uh, he left the game the one day. He's kind of been day-to-day. Um, they don't really know what's going on with him, but I know – he did leave the one game. He was kind of limping the whole game. Um, I guess he was just trying to kind of fight through it. But they ended up taking him out of the game, and they gave him a, a round of applause in Colorado. So you just don't really know where his career is going to go at this point. Is he going to get rid of him? He's going to retire. Mm. He's kind of on that that men's out there. Right, right. Um, but that's something to take a look at for, for a very quality player for Colorado for some years now. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, other than that, that's all I got for the injury news. Not too, too terrible. 
No. You know, some of these guys can come back for their playoff runs or for the playoffs. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's how it goes. Yeah, I mean, there's guys on there that are not on a playoff team. There's no point in bringing them back. So, just get them healthy for next season and hope for the best. So, um, so yeah, but there's there's other big names on there that are going to make a difference. You know, Glasnow coming back, I think he's big for the Rays because if you can stretch him out for – Starts great. Uh, if he ends up just being a few inning guy or a, a bullpen guy, two you've inning, got a two inning closer. Yeah, you've got a big, uh, big weapon out in Tampa Bay approaching the playoffs. So yeah. you know, good for them. Please, Zach Marte, Solomon Marte. Yeah, I mean, those guys. Uh, are... Eugenio Suarez was red hot yeah. prior to him getting hurt. Strider, mm-hmm. Braves. You know. Yeah, there's big. There's ones with big, uh, you Justin know, implications May, there. Franco, whoever he guys obviously <clears> is like the key to the team. So yeah, yep. It's a lot there, but you know, I don't think too much of it's too too serious at this point. No. And then. uh the last thing here, I know it doesn't really fit our, our, our topic or much for today, but I thought it was pretty amazing, mm-hmm. really. But uh, which player has committed the most errors in LB history? <clears throat> and the answer is Herman Long, who made 1,096 errors in only 1,875 career games, which is about four errors for every seven games played. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty impressive. That's... <laughs> Unbelievable, mm. it really is. And there's only been four players to ever have over a thousand career errors. So when I seen that today, going through some stuff, I thought that was pretty remarkable, and thought I had to bring it up. But yeah, uh, Herman Long has the most errors in MLB history with a thousand and ninety-six errors. And the biggest thing is in only eighteen hundred and seventy-five games. I'm not saying a thousand errors, you know, only four people have it, so you know, that's a relatively high number. But only eighteen hundred and seventy-five games. 58% of the games you had to make an error in. I just, uh, the guy that's in second, Bill Dalen, B, uh, D-A-H-L-E-N, uh, he committed 16 less errors, but played in 5,000 more games, or innings, I'm sorry, 5,000 more innings. 5,000 more innings, which is probably yeah. a 1,000 more games or so. I yeah. don't know, I'm not exactly and, sure. And he had 16 <laughs> less errors. He played five more seasons based on, uh, uh, based on this, how many seasons they played. And, 16 and he had sixteen errors. less errors, so that's how uh, what trend old Herman Long was on. Yeah, and he's, and that's even high. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's still high, and it still didn't reach number one. So he probably made uh, an error in like forty percent of the games. Yeah, Herman would, Long was like fifty eight point eight percent of the games, fifty eight point four percent of the games he made an error at that point. That's rough being out there. You keep running him out there, though. I guess you know. Yeah, he's your best fielder, I guess. I don't know. What I don't know. Yeah, find somebody. Yeah, if you look up that list, if you go on. Uh, you know, baseball reference and look up the list. It's all old guys, so I don't know how, if they were scoring it weird or maybe because they didn't have a glove or the glove was no good. I, I don't know what the problem was, but a lot of those old guys had a lot of errors, a lot, a lot. Even the big guys, Honus Wagner, guys like that. So That's also, um, I just don't think everybody at every position was as talented. You know, the first baseman couldn't scoop the ball as well, or the guy at second yeah. base didn't catch the ball that well, and he cost you a couple extra errors, right? Yeah, you don't it's get not saved like, as much. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, true. It's not like these guys we're watching now are freaks of nature, guy, really. Yeah, almost everybody at every position, you know, could win a gold glove. Yeah, exactly. So, so. yeah, so that's uh, Herman Long. So that's uh, a wheeze. Yeah, long way from a good fielder. Sure. Know? Yeah, hear that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I just thought that was um, pretty impressive, so I wanted to bring that up. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it for the week. Uh, we'll have another Aaron Judge update. I don't know if we really need to be updating on Pujols anymore unless he goes absolutely berserk in a game or something. He got his 700, good for him. Talked about it, uh, well enough here. Uh, Judge is still on track and, um, you know, everyone's been waiting, uh, maybe except Red Sox fans or people that love Roger Maris, I guess, um, 
are not, you know, watching to make sure he doesn't do it. But, um, so that's going to be the focus. And if anything else pops up, you know, there's not really a huge, you know, the NL East is still up for grabs and, uh, you know, that NL wild card is still a little bit up for grabs. So other than that, there's really no races, you no, know, other just, than that, uh, it's kind of just, let's coast in the playoffs. It's hanging out to the, to the wild card series start and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. So, uh, so with that, you know, I don't really have anything else. Uh, so if you want to wrap this one up, unless you got anything else, uh, works for me. No, that's, uh, that's all I got. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at RealMikeLapree. You can follow me on Instagram at MikeLapree. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubsTen. You can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.